Guys, customer service is essential to your business success. And for faster, smarter customer experience, you can turbocharge your CX results with CX1, the world's most complete customer experience platform from NICE. It's never been easier for organizations of all sizes around the globe to create extraordinary customer experiences. With the scalability and flexibility of the cloud, you can power up your business goals like never before. So don't get left behind. Find out more today at nice.com. That's nice.com. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hi, it's Jack O'Brien for HealthAid Kombucha. Uh, this bubbly probiotic tea blended with real fruit juice is deliciously thirst-quenching. Uh, great for your gut health. Health Aid Kombucha comes in many flavors. Pink Lady Apple, your passion fruit tangerine, uh, ginger lemon is one of my favorites. It's organic, a great alternative to sodas and other sugary drinks. You guys know I'm a big soda fan. Well, what if I told you there was a fizzy drink that instead of making you feel like you were drinking chemicals, it made your tummy feel good? That is Health Aid Kombucha. Look for the brown bottle with an anchor in your local stores. Give it a try today. Makes my dang tum-tum feel good. So make Health Aid Kombucha your go-to for a healthier, happier you. Hello, the internet, and welcome to Season 287, Episode 2 of Your Daily Zeitgeist, yeah! a production of iHeartRadio. Uh, this is a podcast where we take a deep dive into America's shared consciousness. I think my voice is like 70% back. I, the only way I find that out is when I screamed her daily zeitgeist. Mm. I hear all the different little crackling in my vocal cord and figure out, yeah, we're, we're getting there. We're making progress here. Check in. Check in. Just check in. Che- yeah, just checking in. Mm-hmm. All the all the different registers, all yeah. the different levels. It is Tuesday, May 16th, 2023. Oh, you love this day. I'm telling you. Gotta love it, folks. International Day of Living Together in Peace Day. Yay. Uh, National Classic Movie Day. National Ooh. Biographers Day. Yeah. I Biographers? Like yeah. <laughs> National Love a Tree Day. National Sea Monkey Day. National Check Your Wipers Day. Check your damn wipers. I just did that the other day, and they were brittle stones that were merely just going to smear water across my windshield. Mm. National Mimosa Day. National Piercing Day. National Day. This is like, there's a ton. Anyway, there's a ton. National uh, Honor Our LGBT Elders Day. National Barbecue Day. I heard that one. National Do Something Good for Your Neighbors. It's like, just fucking, just enjoy. Just check your wipers. That feels like it could be a uh, redneck comedy tour punchline. Uh, You might want to check your wipers. (laughs) (laughs) 
don't, yeah, know, sure. I don't know what the build up to that. Is, That's where you need chat GPT, where you just go yeah. create a stand up routine where the entire brand is built off this punchline. Yeah, you may want to check your wife first. <laughs> also, the International Day of Peaceful Humans Living Together feels yeah. like it was written by chat GPT or someone who just is is trying to convince pretend that they're human yeah just to look but you know it's it's just urging people to live together i think it was after in response to world war i i i i i i i i that's what that world war made me say <laughs> I, 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 I. <laughs> <laughs> my name is jack o'brien aka nba sad boy <laughs> oh man my sixers oh, those yeah, dang well. sixers they did it again <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I'm had not to do sad. it. To I'm him. not gonna, I'm not gonna freak out like everyone thinks. Yeah, <laughs> I just, I no longer have sadness in me to give to them. Yeah, but, but you it, knew all along. I did. It's, it's kind of wild. Like once you get to this point with a team where you're like paying a lot of attention to them, you actually know that they're going to lose. Like that, that game, the game seven that they lost on Sunday, Mother's Day. Thank you, the NBA was. Uh, that game was always lost. Right. Like, it, it was It was written lost. in stone. Since yeah, the beginning from, of the season, your prediction was crash out of the second round. Second round. They have a gravitational <laughs> equilibrium, and it is the second round, and yeah. everything else is just, you know, shuffling the deck. But we're, we're going out in the second round, and we're not going to do it in style, necessarily. Mm-hmm. But I'm excited about the rest of the playoffs without them and rooting on your Los Angeles Lakers. Oh yeah. yeah. Hey, who am I talking to? Who's that? Oh, you know, I'm thrilled to be joined (laughs) by my co-host, Mr. Miles Gray. Oh yeah. It's Miles Gray, Gray, Gray of the Los Angeles Grakers, AKA LeBron Grames, AKA Anthony Gravis, AKA Rui Hachimura's (laughs) cousin. (laughs) <laughs> I'll just say that, you know, right. shout out to Black and East God out there. Uh, yes. Uh, and shout out to every all the Lakers fans out there and sadly the Arsenal fans, because while I am a Laker fan, I'm also an Arsenal supporter. And we we also fucked the bed a bit this weekend, uh, losing three nil to Brighton and basically just kissed any chance or any hope of the Premier League trophy. Goodbye. So in a similar way, I was like, I don't know if we can win it as Arsenal. And they also proved me right in that sense. Very was last time Arsenal won. Oh, well, we'd have to go back to the season of our Lord 2003-2004. All right. Yeah. So, I mean, there's there's some winning there, though. It's yeah, not... I mean, luckily, I was, uh, I've was i been supporting the team since prior to that and uh, the, the previous premiership that we won before that. But, yeah, it's... it's but let me tell you, Jack, going from <laughs> 03 to 04 to now is fucking pain. Yeah. Rough, rough sled ride down the yeah, hill. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, it is what it is. But also, hey, I'm glad to see that Tottenham won't make the Champions League. So hold that one. Yeah, that's why. Like, my main thing is just that the Celtics don't win the title. So anything that can be done to prevent them. And that's and not look, fair. So Celtics fans are like, gosh, why are you, like, so mean? It's because I'm a sick person. And yeah. it doesn't it doesn't make sense. It is not. Not this isn't the happiness lab being. with Dr. Lori Santos. Yeah. We're yeah. not over here on some like mild-mannered, well-balanced shit yeah. over here. <laughs> I'm a broken person. Anyways, Miles, speaking yes. of broken persons, that's not true. Uh, <laughs> speaking of one of my favorite directors, yeah. he's a very funny podcast host, and he made some of the best videos at Cracked, some of my favorite short comedy sketches anywhere. I'm thrilled 
that he and TDZ favorite Michael Swaim of uh, Those Aren't Muskets fame are teaming up to make a new film called Papa Bear that you can find out about, contribute to. We will link off to where in the footnotes. Uh, But please welcome to this show the brilliant, the talented Abe Epperson! Abe, Abe, Abe! Abe, Abe, Abe! My, thank you for letting me be here and, uh, you know, sully the waters of the daily zeitgeist. I share, Jack, your pain. Yeah? Yeah, as a Warriors fan. Oh, yeah. I, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm hoping the nuggies take it all the way. <laughs> yeah. I like it's, it's, that's my favorite part about losing is like, well, now this team is my champion. Yes. yes. I now get to choose one. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm so excited to be rooting for Jimmy Butler against the Celtics. I, the Celtics fans are extremely confident, which is oh, just yeah. how Jimmy Butler wants them. They're confident <laughs> yeah. like a bunch of teenagers at Camp Crystal Lake, you know? Oh, wow. A, care in the world and jimmy butler is just there you go off in the quarter a reference reading. for the kids yeah Dropping something 50. for the kids <laughs> yeah heck yeah exciting times exciting yeah times. yeah yeah well you know for real it'll be an exciting summer because yeah the, you got you got quite the wage bill over there oh uh, yeah the warriors it's yeah. gonna it's it's gonna be murder <laughs> yeah. sure. jaw rule just shows up as the because it's murder Ah, <laughs> uh, abe we're going to get to know you a little bit better in a moment. First, a yeah. couple of things that we are talking about from the news. Uh, yeah. We're going to talk about Jordan Neely and the new Kyle Rittenhouse. The person who murdered Jordan Neely is now a cause celebre on the right. Yeah. So we'll, we'll just talk about the way they're speaking about that story on the yeah. right. And, and another also, opportunity to show they they actually don't know the Bible that they, they don't always know, fucking yeah. evoke, Turns but out, hey. As a text, yeah. not not overly familiar. No. Or reading comprehension, leaving something to be desired. A new reality just dropped. Reality oh. Pro, I think is what they're calling it. Apple <laughs> is expected to release some goggles in a couple weeks. And this is like one... I remember this was... Uh, what it was like before the iPad came out where it was like, oh, shit, this like, what's it going to be? Is it going to be, you know, because the iPhone was the last big thing that they had dropped. They were right. like, the iPad. I mean, that shit's going to be like, it's going to have magic powers. It's going to be like a hoverboard that you it's can ride be. on to work and then use as a screen. <laughs> and yeah, so people are excited about these goggles. Well, I'm not. We'll talk about it. Miles, but what you have to understand is... Oh, please tell me. Uh, <laughs> I, I actually tell don't me. know. I, I, uh, I don't fully get it. So we'll talk about that. We'll talk Richie Dreif Dreif. Yeah, Dickie Dry Dry. Because he has some interesting takes. All of that. Plenty more. But first, Abe Epperson, we like to ask our guests, what is something from your search history? Ooh, man. I'm going to... I'm going to reveal myself and my like weird interests. I'm fascinated with subcultures, right? In some mm-hmm. cases, it's like the joy of seeing like go human go, kind of like witnessing, you know, the beauty of what's out there. But other times it's because I want to see what like God's up to, you know, <laughs> like what kind of hell hath he wrought? <laughs> and, and I uh, saw on Twitter the concept of like, you know, it's been around for many years. The concept of the, like the rise and grind bros, kind of mm-hmm. like um, yes, like NFT zealots who just dis- who discuss how to reach success, and that really fascinated me. Which leads me to a recent search I did maybe a week ago, which was uh, entrepreneur 
TikTok compilation. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> no, what was that? Oh, so, God. Yes. Hey. So I want to see as many as possible. And frankly, like I love it. These are people like who tell you like uh how to make like twelve thousand dollars in a month making like an Amazon reseller business right. yeah. or like investing in seeds or some nonsense. <laughs> and there's a strange kind of eerie magnetism to them. They kind of have this dreadful seriousness and like <laughs> they act way too familiar with you and they play like, I don't know, like the soundtrack to the secret life of Walter Mitty over it. It's like <laughs> frankly haunting and they all have like the same eyes. Like they see past you yeah, right. and it's all arithmetic to them. Like these robots have one tone and it's like, I'm the wisest person to walk on the earth. Right. Yeah. And I love it. Like the delusion, the solipsistic kind of performance of it all. I mean, there's probably loads of wisdom that anyone puppeting, you know, just like goodwill or soundbite wisdom can stumble upon. But like, Frankly, you know it's all it's all rigged anyway, and right. it's like you're not really doing anything. And I just love to see as many of the, those people as possible. So that's yeah. kind of like how I spend my time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's because like just there's getting also, pumped yeah. up, right? Like learning yeah, things yeah, about yeah. how to get how to get that Lambo. You know that's yeah. funny, dude. Hey, when I look at you, I don't see it in your eyes. You know yeah, what I mean? Thank you. Like I don't. I can tell that you go to sleep probably like maybe seven hours a night, which is basically like loser shit you know what i, I know mean? like i'm grind. up at 2 30 you know what i mean and i'm looking at the like every stock market on earth and the look that you see in my eye is actually the <laughs> lambo <laughs> that's about to manifest yeah, that's what you're yeah. seeing shark shaped lambo yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i love yeah they all just want to sell their companies too it's like and then this is yeah. how you get the valuation then you sell your company like okay sure like if that's <laughs> what you think but like it's that it, guy it, yeah. it's like it, that guy the five-hour work week I, this was like the f I, I remember like the first example of this where it's like guy who's like I'm all about this like lifestyle and like you Tim know Ferris. how great my life yeah Tim Ferriss and like how great my life is and like you too can have this but then like the thing he was like doing was just like selling bullshit to people and like making other people do the work for him yeah and it was like there there was just nothing there there's he like, I think yeah, no good that... being produced other than his five hour work week. I feel like he may have actually been the originator of like how to get to Lambo culture right, because that's I, what I'm I believe in the four, four hour, five hour work week book, he talks about this is how I can have a Lamborghini. He's like, these right. are the payments. This is what I'm making every month. Plus this. That's Lambo money. Boom. Pro boom. Like problem solved. And One Lambo. Like, boom. Oh, On to the next Lambo. <laughs> Sell janky yeah. supplements online. Chat. Yeah, that was okay. it, wasn't it? Yeah, he was selling <laughs> like supplements. That was like his early, early business. And then it yes. went into like the four hour body. And then it started getting a little wacky when he's like, these kettlebells can put a butt on an Asian chick. Was like one of the thing, one of the parts like was how it was Jesus. written about like this, like wow. I believe it was a, like a woman struggling to have a butt. And he's like, yeah, but these kettlebell swings gave her that pop. So everything I'm like, I can sell you fucking anything. You want a butt, you want a cool. Lambo, you want biceps, bro. It's all here. What did these guys used to be like? Were they in the 80s? Were they just all like working on Wall Street or were they just like local salesmen? They just did cocaine sales. I think the answer is spiraled out. Yeah. yeah, right, right. But like what? Because they've replaced some job with just bullshit like nothing right what, what do they like it seems like they're all in in some version of a like multi-level marketing scheme 
That's yeah. exactly right. I mean, so what? go back to 1984 and whatever was going on there, you know? Computers yeah. are in the next thing. So I, you, you know, know what? Worked out for They're, everyone. They, I think these, like, fucking gurus, like, you know, that's the other, like, genre of, like, what this kind of person right. is. They call themselves gurus and, like, they just charge yeah. you a ton of money for advice that fucking goes nowhere. They're basically, I feel like, the kids of people who are, like, whose parents were listening to, like, personal power in the 80s. Right, 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 right. You know, and like early, uh, what's his face? Gigantic guy talk. Tony Robbins. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Self-help like books. books on tape. Yeah, yeah. like with that, the that, big. You're like, around that as a kid. 18 tapes in a big, like, <laughs> plastic container. That yeah, like those Disney, like, like the old Disney VHS, cause, like, yeah. that were, like, sort of semi-padded plastic cases. I, I only know this because I remember my dad bought one of them, and I was like, what is this shit? And I was like, yeah. okay, maybe this will save <laughs> Stephen Covey. Like uh, <laughs> the seven habits of highly effective people. Like, I feel like they were all driving around in their Trans Ams listening to that shit, maybe. Yeah, reading Lee Iacocca. Right. You know, but now they, they're able to influence each other. And yeah. uh, we're just getting better and better as a society, I think, is the is the upshot. Yeah. And they've, they've stumbled upon a really, yeah, really intoxicating offer, which is sort of like you don't have like toil in your own way. To have like everything you want, like don't do it how because everyone's like I don't want to go to a job or do this or that. So, like yeah, do it for yourself, bro, and get all the things I actually don't have, but I'm renting for the purpose of this TikTok video. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. They all have like one piece of good advice, which is like get up and make your bed. <laughs> yeah, it always starts. It's always, <laughs> it always that's number there. one. And people yeah. try that, and they're like, ah, I actually do feel like a little bit better, better when like I just kind of you know get up and. Engage take a, with the take day. a shower and yeah, engage with. Maybe the I day. should give to this guy's Patreon. <laughs> yeah, this yeah. guy seems like he might be like on some next level. <laughs> that shit. was that one was for free. He said for sixty bucks a week, I'll become yeah. a millionaire. I can't even imagine what he'd tell me. Yeah, right. he's like, use this affiliate link to do your Amazon shopping. Like, oh, Abe, fuck. what's something you think is overrated? Okay, this is not this is not a hot take, not a nuclear take, really. But I do have. Like an axe to grind recently because I watched that movie Air, mm. the Michael Jordan movie. Uh -huh. And I noticed that this keeps coming up like Tetris, Blackberry, uh, yeah. Flame and Hot, the Doritos, like Flame and Hot story. Movies that are basically. Cheetos, Dave. It's, it's Cheetos. Cheetos. If you're going to talk about sorry, it, sorry, then yeah. be, put the proper respect. How on dare movie. I put some stink on this corporate <laughs> nostalgia? Yeah. And just like aggrandizing this, like the origin story of products. And there's like this bit in air where uh, Mike, the where they like point out that their competitor, Adidas, was founded by a no Nazi. Right. Yeah. And I think that fun fact, not against getting that info out there in general, but it's like it's not that's just a good example. Something can be very harmful and weird to me, like basically through movies and populating the zeitgeist with their own kind of corporate agenda. It's now like a movie war of attrition against each right. other. Right. Like they I know they do it with memes, but they get like laughed at, you know, yeah. online when they try. You know, like, uh, hello, fellow kids and stuff like that. I know ads exist, but we all kind of see, we all like watch ads with this kind of sardonic, like, like yeah. blank face that we have where it's just like, blank the, face. yeah, you just like, mm -hmm. yeah, allow it to happen. Yeah, but it yeah. feels wrong in movies because they have the power to like, like move people. And when you stamp like a, based on a true story on it, like I could see this being uh, a horrible trend. <laughs> Did you watch right. air? 
I did watch Hair, yeah. Yeah, I was expecting to be like swept away. I had heard a lot of smart people be like swept away by it and be like, yeah, you go in thinking, why am I watching like a hero's journey about Nike? But then it like it sweeps you away. And I just like couldn't get past it, man. I, I couldn't like, get past yeah. it the whole time. I was just like, this it is was, fucking crazy. This is crazy. And like when you, you, they like try to avoid doing it for so long, but they have to. So there's yeah. only like two or three scenes, but they go whole hog. They just yeah. go like, this is the stuff dreams are made of. You know, yeah. it's just like, <laughs> oh my God, get right. off your horse. Yeah. And I think it's a really damaging thing. Just the idea of weaponizing like, Something that is a story is different than I think an ad or a meme, right? Like it's something yeah. that can actually like trigger like, yeah, I'm going to go to war for these people. I'm going to go war for this idea. So I mean, like, I do think there's probably, I, I haven't seen Blackberry. I've heard good things about Blackberry. And I think like with the social network, for instance, like there, there's probably a distinction to be made between like authorized like stories that like have the full cooperation with the people who made the thing and like things that are just based on you know i guess like that that's the distinction i've heard i've heard people make the argument that like well well you know shakespeare wrote about kings because those were the most important people in shakespeare's time and like in our time corporations unfortunately <laughs> are like the thing that is be is making all the decisions in our in people's day-to-day -day lives whether they realize it or not so might as well tell stories about that but if if you're telling like a true warts and all story about like big shit like s the way succession is telling the story about like about the Murdochs and like what happens behind the scenes at, at a Fox News type thing. Like that's I think there's a value there as opposed to, you know, something that is propaganda yeah, right. that, that is using the like core corporate principles of Nike as like interstitials like throughout the movie. Like the, you, you are correct. Like Shakespeare yeah. was dunking on fools, you know? Yeah. Yeah, Shakespeare was dunking on fools, man, and that's... he was bringing it, bringing the heat to yeah, Richard the Third. Sadly, right. I, from what I've read, the Hot Cheetos movie doesn't is kind of continuing that because there's like a whole scene where they're talking about the how the creator of Pringles was like a card carrying KKK guy or something. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. yeah, there you go. <laughs> no, it doesn't feel, it but it feels like you could, yeah, it could be though. I don't know. And then you're out you there see looking that mustache, like a fool, bro. You yeah. think he wasn't? German? You know what the you know what the original Pringles can guy looked like? The mustache was about this wide. Okay? <laughs> it was a toothbrush. It and was Hitler. he wasn't a Chaplin fan. Let's put it that way. <laughs> yeah. That's all I'm gonna say. Not a fan of the cinema. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Unless it was by Lenny Riefenstahl. You see what I, you see where I'm getting at? See yeah. what we're saying? Yeah. <laughs> I actually saw a Shakespeare play once, like not one of the ones that's widely taught, but it was one of the ones that was written. I think it was about like the the birth of Queen Elizabeth like happens during the course of the play and it does like kind of go soft and weird like in the third act as it like starts getting it. like it it feels like a play where you can like see this tension at work in in his work like the closer like when he's writing about like long dead you know kings he can tell the truth or like portray them as like 
interesting characters, but like when it's the actual king who's still alive, he's like, and long live the queen. <laughs> like there's a part at the end of the play where everyone's just like, just like and yeah. but she is pretty dope and we're all good here, right? I like the idea of the queen's thugs like showing up on Shakespeare's <laughs> yeah. door and like, we heard you writing something Oi. about the yeah. queen, huh? Yeah. How about yeah. you make it a little bit more flattering, you know, or uh, we <laughs> mess your yeah. nose up Make real it nice. nice. Yeah, we, or else we reveal your we true got identity. Some notes. <laughs> <laughs> Is this yeah. even iambic pentameter? Are you even writing? Yeah. yeah. The way we know you write? <laughs> yeah. What is something that you think is underrated, Abe? Okay, so I've been having this phase. The short answer is rain hats. <laughs> Hell yeah, I don't even okay. know if that's what you call them. What yeah. do you call like hats that like for rainy days, like rubber hats, like fishing yeah. hats? They're okay. functional, right? I've been buying. A, I, I I live in LA, so I don't need rain hats. But we did have a lot of rain recently, and I wanted a hat, so I bought a hat. And I was in a store, and I was looking at all these beautiful rain hats. And uh, they appear, and I thought about it, and they appear every now and then in like high fashion, mm-hmm. like uh, the you know, especially with like the rubber variety. Like you got bright colors, and like you had like mod art in like the '60s, and they've like looked the same since then. And like they reappeared in the '80s when like that whole pop art thing was happening. Bjork wore one in that one video I'm thinking of. Yeah, and I I don't know. I love it when function and style. Or function like is style and uh, oh okay Miles Shout and frankly Miles just put on his rain hat they did the same thing I did the same thing I'm like oh rain for two days I need a rain hat I need yeah. a rain hat and frankly I'm tired of this baseball hat hegemony you know yeah. Yeah. I mean fantastic hat top tier hat but let rain hat have it stay in the sun yeah is what I'm saying 360 coverage yeah and exactly. also I'm fuck I'm starting to fuck with the neck saver flap too oh. You know what yeah. I mean? Back of yeah. the like, neck. Oh, that sun! Oh, if yeah. you're really out there, I'm like, you got to learn from the people who are, whose business it is to be in the sun all day. Like that shit, your neck is like beautiful. Yeah, you know, you can't let that expose. <laughs> I always forget to get the back of my neck uh, with yeah. any kind of protection, and I'm that's usually like the first spot I end up being burned. So yeah, and yeah. by people whose it. job it is to be in the sun all day, you mean Australians? Is that... Yeah, 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 yeah. That's who I associate the like long neck flap is like. That that hat, I'm always like, what are we in Australia? <laughs> hey, hey, jackass! What are we down under? <laughs> what are we down under here? <laughs> yeah, yeah, shout, shout out, out rain to hat. a nice a nice bucket hat, something that I could never pull off. But I think, yeah. but it, when it's raining, lovely. Jack, you can. It's you functional. Can. No one's ever gonna be like, "What are you doing, asshole?" Was it raining? You're like, "Yeah, yeah. it is." Everyone's Man. on team rain hat on a rainy day. Yeah, team rain hat. <laughs> nice rain hat. <laughs> Hey, yeah, yeah you know, yeah. we got to start a revolution in this country. You know, I know we have other pressing issues, but like rain hats. Bring Why are they called rain hat? Like rain, rain hat should be a phrase that doesn't sound so weird in my mouth, you know? Yeah, you're right about that. There it's it also the term that I made up, question mark. Yeah, it's for good, it. Like, I don't know how to say what you meant. Yeah. It's just types rain of boots. hats. There's rain boots. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it does sound weird. You're not wrong about that. Rain gloves? I guess we don't have those. (laughs) (laughs) My rain socks. (laughs) Uh, Let's take a quick break and we'll come back and talk some news. (laughs) We'll be right back. This episode is brought to you by Alienware. 
during Dell Tech Fest. Score game-changing innovations with limited-time deals on select next-gen Alienware gaming tech. New dimensions await with advanced gaming systems like the Alienware M18 laptop, powered by an Intel Core i9 processor featuring awe-inspiring visuals, liquid cooling, three-dimensional audio with Dolby Atmos, and impressive overclocking potential. Plus, build your dream setup with great deals on select gaming monitors, mice, and more must-have electronics and accessories. When you shop online at alienware.com deals, you'll have access to leading-edge gaming technology to conquer the competition and free shipping on everything. Amazing prices await you for a limited time only at alienware.com deals. That's alienware.com deals. Hi, it's Jack O'Brien. I've got to tell you guys about something new. I've been trying this year. I've been drinking HealthAid Kombucha. I'm on the booch, you guys. Uh, If you're not familiar, it's a fermented, bubbly probiotic tea that's good for your gut. It's blended with real fruit juice. It's super thirst-quenching, a little sweet, a little tangy, very refreshing. Uh, Comes in delish flavors like Pink Lady Apple, Passion Fruit Tangerine, Ginger Lemon is a personal fave. Uh, You guys know I'm a big soda fan. Well, what if I told you there was a fizzy drink alternative to soda that instead of uh, making you feel like you were drinking chemicals, uh, it was thirst quenching and made your tummy feel good. Since they sent me a box of Health Aid Kombucha, I've been drinking far fewer unhealthy soda pop and far more Health Aid Kombucha, and they make my tummy feel all warm and good. Cold in my mouth. Warming the tum-tum is not their slogan yet. Uh, you can have it, Health Aid. If you want to give it a try and see how great you can feel, look for the brown bottle with an anchor and make Health Aid Kombucha your go-to for a healthier, happier you. The future of customer experience is here and it's faster and better than ever before. It's time to introduce your business or organization to Nice CX1, the world's most complete customer experience cloud platform. CX1 is the ultimate all-in-one solution to turbocharge your CX results so you can say goodbye to long wait times and frustrated customers. With CX1, you can achieve faster customer resolutions with every interaction, all thanks to the power of one complete cloud platform. It's now easier than ever for organizations of all sizes around the globe to create extraordinary customer experiences, all while hitting those key business metrics. Whether you're a startup or an established enterprise, Nice CX-1 has everything you need to engage customers, deliver smart self-service, and optimize agent-assisted service. When you choose Nice, you get unlimited cloud scalability and flexibility. So visit nice.com today and take your customers and business into the future. That's nice.com. And we're back. And we, we did just con- continue the Rain Hats conversation. Uh, Miles, Powerful. You, you're claiming... So Gorp first of all, core. you told me Gorp Core, which yeah. is not the world according to... Gorp. No, 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 it's, no. It's like hiking. Like trail mix. Okay, yeah, you know, yeah. Gorp for all the people, you know, your crunchy hiker style, but... Basically how that, you know, this like sort of more utilitarian functional fabrics and garments are starting to make their way into like high fashion. Like that's yeah. why you see people wearing more, again, like cargo pants, you know. And you're buying more, pants. you're, you're, so you are wearing cargo pants these no. days. I mean, yes, usually I have a pair right now I have to take back because they don't fit. Here's a pair I got. Okay. They're white because I wanted to feel like I'm in Miami. 
You know what I mean? These yeah. Are like my formal fancy white cargo pants, but they're too okay, small. Okay, so J Little yeah, white you know, cargo. You never know. I, yeah. You never know. Those are fresh. Those are fresh. And I wear a little crop top and let my underwear band show out the top. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's 98, baby. It's 98 again. <laughs> wear my Tommy Hilfiger. <laughs> Let's get that Backstreet Boys running. Yeah. Yes. Looking like Aaliyah, you know? Yeah. I tried to, I tried on a pair of cargo pants that I thought looked cool, took a picture, sent it to my wife, was like, are cargo pants like coming back? She was like, just a one word no period. Oh, no. See, that's the wrong question. You're at, yeah. you're, you're thinking you about it wrong. No, yeah. no, no. It's no. back if it's, if you, if you're doing it. Yeah. Then what I back. meant was, are cargo pants coming back into our life as a couple? <laughs> yeah, there you go. And, and she, <laughs> she's she like, I spent many answer. years trying to get you to stop wearing them, yeah. if you recall <laughs> yeah. early on. We're not, not going back. But you can fit three natty lights in each pocket. <laughs> Tall cans, even. All right. <laughs> Jordan Neely was murdered. So yeah, that's the up, up top. first line. Just to remind of, everybody that. Yes. He was an unhoused man who was bothering people in the subway. And a former Marine came up and choked him to death. And so that that Marine is was, was finally arrested after a long period of the police not doing anything and yeah. giving him the benefit of the doubt and a lot of people behind the scenes being like they're treating him like he's a cop like he's right. also a cop they they finally arrested him and that has turned this guy into like the new kyle rittenhouse it seems 100 like. yeah. percent. i mean sadly because of jordan neely's race and you know where he was in our social class system he was expendable and basically his entire life was reduced to the description now that we see a lot of like hostile homeless man or aggressive right. unhit whatever they're trying to do to make him seem other than who he was. They're not saying he's a, quote, human being that has been failed by this country like millions of others. He's not a, quote, charismatic performer who brought smiles to people's faces. No, his existence basically served as a reminder to those more fortunate around him that the world they lived in was hostile and violent, and they really wanted nothing to do with that uncomfortable truth and that discomfort around knowing that we are failing and we can do so much better was justification for his death. And yeah. nothing changes in this country, really. Just the way we talk about the problems change at best. Uh, and the discourse isn't about how we failed to address inequality or how, you know, the all the so, so, like social safety nets uh, and like social programs in New York and housing programs have been just obliterated by the mayor. No, it's about the murderer's service as a Marine or right. Neely's rap sheet and how like or, or just completely slandering him and making things up like about like kidnapping someone, which there's no evidence to support these claims. But they're they're flaring up all on the uh, yeah. right side of things. It's the standard and, bullshit. Any time yeah. any black man is murdered, the, the media, especially on the right, goes into overdrive to. Yeah. Or, on, find, or even find the pictures that show them the version that they want that their their viewers want to see yeah or in the center left i mean it's just the status quo of like yeah. yeah i mean he was you know he was homeless and he was weird so right you know what like that's kind of like it's like shrugging the equivalent of shrugging but yeah like you said he's now been charged with secondary manslaughter and he's a fucking here his lawyers set up a fucking crowdfunding campaign they've already raised two million dollars for this fucking guy yeah. And donations are coming in from people like Kid Rock and like Tim Pool and uh, GOP presidential hopeful Vivek Ramaswamy, like they're given tens of thousands of dollars. They're calling this man a hero. And some people are calling him 
the Subway Good Samaritan because he. I'm I'm sorry. I don't I don't need to get biblical all up in here, but right. I, do these fucking troglodytes even know what the fucking parable is about? Because let me just I'll I'll run it down because I was inundated with this kind of shit when I went to school, <laughs> right. even though I'm not a, a, a religious person. A Jewish man gets beat up and robbed and left for dead on the side of the road. His own people walk by him and could right. give a fuck about his condition. Because then, they are like grossed out. He looks like dirty and like, oh, like hurt. And they're he like, I don't want to think about that. Like, that's the thing. Like, stories like this get like broken down to like three beat cartoons where yeah. you're just like, and then the evil people walked by. And it's like, no, this is the sort of shit that you do every day, that we do yeah. every day in this country. And like, 100%. you ignore it because it reveals something uncomfortable about your world and like the shit that we swallow on a daily basis just to get from one minute to the next. Right. And then the Samaritan who comes by just for context, the Jews and Samaritans had fucking beef during this period. Okay. And Samaritans are the more oppressed group actually. So this Samaritan stopped by and helped someone that was not only in like a higher class, so to speak, but also his enemy culturally. Right. Yeah. And helped them. So the only way uh, Neely's killer is a good Samaritan Samaritan is if the parable was about the Samaritan killing this dude on the side of the road because he was getting weirded out by how fucked up and desperate he was. And he killed him so other people wouldn't have to deal with it. Yeah. But that's so not what it's about. have to deal with the discomfort of him asking them for help. Right. Because that's his crime. Right. He was saying, I need I need food. I need shelter. I have no options. I don't care if I die. I don't care if I go to jail for life. I'm ready to die. That was like one of the yeah. things he said. And yeah. he. And the, the violence that he committed was what? Taking his jacket off and throwing it on the ground? Yeah. And so who who is this? Who is who are we helping here? You know what I mean? Like, because if it were true to the like idea or the spirit of this parable, maybe this person would have saw Jordan Neely and said, hey, it sounds like you need some help. Can I help you? Like, do right. you need some food? Can I is there a way for me to do that? That's that would actually be more, you know, in line with the Bible. But again, the right has done a fantastic job of like sanctifying white supremacy and the status quo, like using bullshit terms and like evoking the Bible like this. So, and sadly, in this weird t retelling of it, I guess the person that needed help uh, was just the status quo. You right. know, Neely wasn't armed. Like, yeah, I don't, I don't know who the so the victim was. The ground, I don't know who he's who he's committing violence against. But again, His jacket, and they don't like when you commit pro property crimes. So. Yeah. You know, I mean, so I guess in this case, the status quo is to just ignore or treat the yeah. needy or, or treating the needy with suspicion. And yeah. so he did just that. And now he's a hero. And just for just to kind of juxtapose these two things, there is a crowdfunding. There's a GoFundMe fundraising campaign for Jordan Neely's family. It has less yeah. than one hundred thirty thousand dollars. And the other guy, the one for the fucking guy who murdered him has two million dollars, two million, yeah. two million. And I mean, it just shows you like where, again, like when these campaigns kick off, like where the empathy is going clearly, because, again, for the right, this is like the new Kyle Rittenhouse, because we're with Kyle Rittenhouse gave everybody the sort of ability to be like, well, they shouldn't be protesting out there, you know, yeah, yeah. against like, you know, against uh, the police violence or whatever. That's what you get now. It's sort of like, well, you shouldn't be homeless in public. Yeah. And freaking people out because that's where you could end up. Yeah, yeah. it's like, um. Empathy for rage is a real blight. The concept of like they're they're feeling empathetic towards a person, this hero, because it's a placeholder for everything that the right wants to point out. 
this is what you're angry about. This is what do you have these, you know, preconditions or thoughts that are like you think this about the universe? Isn't that doesn't that make you angry that the, this person or this person gets this or this or this or acts this way and can get away with it or whatever? And they like use that as a way to rage bait everyone into feeling empathy. It's like what what a hack. Like what a I can't believe that humans <clears throat> fall for this shit. And it it really sours you on any hope that empathy will like take over. But ultimately, it's the, just this narrative building that like they're just playing they're just playing the numbers and just trying to get what they want because they know there's an audience for it. You can tell that that's true just because like these pe- these people are called a hero before you know or a, a they're they're called a victim or they're called you know, like a monster before they're uh, any number of these people, you know, on either side, they're called these things because before there's even a check on who this person was, why? Because it fits a narrative for, you know, the right to say, this is what happened. This is, this is a way to get, get my people to get angry. And that's just, I I don't know. I just don't know how that's any way to, there's a lot of pain here. There's just too much pain. When it, yeah, and it just sort yeah. of furthers how quickly things can escalate to violence, right? Where it's just like right. in, the shorthand for this is like, you know, in Kyle Rittenhouse's case, like, yeah, I don't know. You want to f- you want to step up and speak out against something like you're going to get hurt. Yeah. Like it just is right. like that's how those people think. Well, that, what did you expect being out there against? They're going to shoot you in the eye. And that's yeah, not yeah, their fault. Why are you out there? Or in this case, well, you know what happens? You're acting weird in public because you have no other recourse except to dit- disintegrate in public because you have no place to have no help oh then that yeah that's what happens hmm. yeah. Sure. yeah i mean as we have to like swallow more and more like just gruesome trade-offs as part of our reality like of, of the consequences of the current paradigm of like you know late stage capitalism become like more and more obvious like people like i think i think the empathy for impotent rage like everybody is feeling impotent rage it's just whether they know what they should be angry at and about and so it it makes sense to me that the target of the rage for a lot of people is going to be people who either by existing or Mm -hmm. by protesting by saying things call out the things that you're having to ignore and like just filter away through dissonance and transference and like other like just mental calorie burning like ignorance that like the people who are reminders of that process that's happening in almost everyone in in the western world those people will be targets because yeah that everyone's feeling like a simmering impotent rage and there's you know rather than realizing and like doing something that could harm their day-to-day lives they they would rather just kind of be part of the yeah just part of the please just get rid of any reminder of it yeah i don't want to hear about racism so don't fucking teach my kids about it because i don't want to hear it about about it anymore like and the same thing with people who are so uncomfortable by the unhoused and it's happens so much in la especially the way people talk is so fucking disturbing of just like, I mean, I don't know why they have to be here. Yes. Like, why do they have to be there? Yeah. What? I don't even know. What? What? Give me some context. What What do you think is happening with this person? 
that right. they like that again, that their mere existence is so uncomfortable for you that the solution is, I don't know, please just round them up, sweep them away. I cannot be reminded of this. And yeah. it's just really, yeah, it's disheartening because, yeah, some people, when that fork comes in the road, they know, you know what? I can only imagine what it takes to end up like that. A few, few things go wrong in your life and very quickly you could end up on the streets. I know, like, if that's real to you, then you might have more empathy because you can understand how someone like that exists. But if you are completely removed for that or don't want to even, you know, it's because it's probably frightening to someone to be like, holy shit, I could fu- a few wrong things, a few things could go wrong in my life and I could end up on the street. That's fucking terrifying. You know what? Yeah. I don't want to think about that. Get this motherfucker who's the reminder of that grim reality out of my face. Yeah. Yeah. Because people don't see people as people, but rather as landscapes, a part of the setting a prop, yeah. you know, it's like the second you start doing that and you're saying like, oh, I only feel the effects of you as a person. I don't actually see you as a person. It's so easy to go down like a, yeah. I, I assume it's yeah. so easy to go down this like rabbit hole of, you know, I don't, I don't believe that anyone other than me and the people who look like me uh, are justifiable in any of our actions. These people need to be gone or whatever. I don't, I, I just don't see how that logic computes. Yeah. Well. Let's take a quick break, and we're going to come back and talk about a product that's going to help us uh, put the blinders on, literally, oh, folks. Uh, it's coming hey, from Apple, and it's, it's, it's got a new plug-in that will, it will block unhoused people from your actual view as you're walking <laughs> yeah. through the city. That could be the killer app they're looking for. We'll be right oh, back. jeez. This episode is brought to you by Alienware. During Dell Tech Fest, score game-changing innovations with limited-time deals on select next-gen Alienware gaming tech. New dimensions await with advanced gaming systems like the Alienware M18 laptop, powered by an Intel Core i9 processor featuring awe-inspiring visuals, liquid cooling, three-dimensional audio with Dolby Atmos, and impressive overclocking potential. Plus, build your dream setup with great deals on select gaming monitors, mice, and more must-have electronics and accessories. When you shop online at alienware.com deals, you'll have access to leading-edge gaming technology to conquer the competition and free shipping on everything. Amazing prices await you for a limited time only at alienware.com deals. That's alienware.com deals. Hi, it's Jack O'Brien. I've got to tell you guys about something new. I've been trying this year. I've been drinking... Health Aid Kombucha. I'm on the booch, you guys. Uh, if you're not familiar, it's a fermented, bubbly probiotic tea that's good for your gut. It's blended with real fruit juice. It's super thirst-quenching, a little sweet, a little tangy, very refreshing. Uh, comes in delish flavors like Pink Lady Apple, Passion Fruit Tangerine, Ginger Lemon is a personal fave. Uh, you guys know I'm a big soda fan. Well, what if I told you there was a fizzy drink alternative to soda that instead of uh, making you feel like you were drinking chemicals, uh, it was thirst quenching and made your tummy feel good. Since they sent me a box of Health Aid Kombucha, I've been drinking far fewer unhealthy soda pop and far more Health Aid Kombucha, and they make my tummy feel all warm and good. Cold in my mouth, warm in the tum-tum is not their slogan. Yet, uh, you can have it, Health Aid. If you want to give it a try and see how great you can feel, look for the brown bottle with an anchor and make Health Aid Kombucha your go-to for a healthier, 
happier you. The future of customer experience is here and it's faster and better than ever before. It's time to introduce your business or organization to Nice CX1, the world's most complete customer experience cloud platform. CX1 is the ultimate all-in-one solution to turbocharge your CX results so you can say goodbye to long wait times and frustrated customers. With CX1, you can achieve faster customer resolutions with every interaction, all thanks to the power of one complete cloud platform. It's now easier than ever for organizations of all sizes around the globe to create extraordinary customer experiences, all while hitting those key business metrics. Whether you're a startup or an established enterprise, Nice CX1 has everything you need to engage customers, deliver smart self-service, and optimize agent-assisted service. When you choose Nice, you get unlimited cloud scalability and flexibility. So visit nice.com today and take your customers and business into the future. That's nice.com. And we're back. And uh, so Apple's expected to release some goggles that are called <laughs> Reality Pro. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes, baby. Give it to me. <laughs> Reality to Plus. Me Black Mirror. Oh, yeah. This is great. <laughs> Give me that fucking feeding tube of Black Mirror actually happening. Mm -hmm. Right in Just my Just human centipede me up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so these are goggles that are going to, everyone's raving about how they far exceed everyone else's VR device. And they have an augmented reality feature that is the thing that kind of caught my attention because some people are speculating that they will actually, like this product will eventually replace our iPhones because it just puts all of the information that you typically use your iPhone for, puts it right in front of your eyes. Basically, like gives you augmented reality Terminator vision. And but like, how, how yeah. does it do that? By like adding things to like glasses? No, it actually like the the goggles are opaque, opaque like a oh, VR right. headset, but they have cameras. So oh. it's like, have you ever been in like a yes. car with one of those rear view mirror cameras? Yeah, that, like the rear view oh, yeah. mirror is replaced by like a little TV. Oh, oh the rear view mirror is, uh, is like a screen, you mean? Yeah, the rear view mirror is a I, screen. No, I've seen that, but no, I haven't, I haven't actually... Uh, driven one but you know I, I know what you're talking about yeah yeah like that's it feels like it's that but for all reality you just yeah. have turn your eyes into a screen yes yeah basically. <laughs> i want them also to like cover your ears and then have speakers in them you know yeah right wear exactly. gloves gloves that like are haptic feedback so let's just like eliminate all the senses and replace it with like a, a surrogate drone right that's what i'm all about yeah and then like put the different so like people are saying like the the problem with this being revolutionary is like one it costs three thousand dollars which is well above the price point of everything else but i guess that hasn't but stopped I, apple in, I, in the past i love a consumer purchase that makes you the easiest target for robbery ever i know simultaneously. <laughs> <laughs> you know what i mean that is like always oh shit he got that 3k these. heads i'm like a 3k headset watch i'll sneak up behind you and just yoink that and, and you i'm don't gone. even need to sneak <gasps> you just walk right. up and punch him in the stomach and grab <laughs> right. their glasses or there's a delay even if you're coming from the front <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. oh the delay the delay the latency off by half a second oh shit but oh, it's man so, like, the thing with VR it, that pe people are like, it just, they haven't created their 
killer app yet. Like there's just it's just for gamers. It's like a fun thing to play video games with. But like in terms of wider adoption, it just hasn't like broken through. Right. And I don't expect Apple to be the place that like figures that out. Right. But the augmented reality, like like one one of the images from the Daily Mail article about this is like you know showing how walking directions could be displayed on a screen in front of you yeah oh like google maps kind of like yeah in a few in a few meters you're going to turn a right here at this alley right kind right of thing and with like facial recognition technology like i could see a world where like now you have a database of everyone you've ever met and like can have context for that displayed on a heads-up display in front of you like i think there is something like the future is going to involve somebody somehow inventing new senses for people that like we can add to our existing senses and like new inputs for like all all the amazing like capabilities you can have via technology but i just i don't know maybe this is it you definitely look stupid wearing them and look like the biggest target on the planet for robbery or whatever like you're just walking around with a blank thing on your head like (laughs) right with no peripheral vision right (laughs) although like that like maybe it gives you eyes in back your head like maybe it gives you extra good peripheral vision for what yeah i mean to your point like it's not offering anything anyone fucking needs right now oh if you have an apple watch it'll that shit will start but if you need to like walk somewhere like hey turn right here right here right here right here right here right here Right here. I don't need yeah. to like see like a, the, a dotted line to like where I'm going down the street to be able to make sense of that. Like I have the ability to do that or I don't need to know what time it is in the upper right hand corner of my vision. But I think the only way I think this like to your point where it has all this interesting data that maybe is useful to someone in the future where it can like, you know, aggregate all this stuff together in your field of vision. Like I that's probably more useful when it's something like a contact lens you put in over your eye than sure. full on like put this mask on where I'm, I'm like sort of like losing all sense of direction or uh, maybe not. I don't know. That's why you have yeah. the headset because it gives you I mean, like, direction yeah. with the iPhone, with iPad or iPod. It was like very obvious, like what like the thing they were creating was just a much better version of something that was like having all the internet in your pocket was an amazing innovation like we didn't have to think up why that would be amazing for them whereas this yeah. is like it just feels like you're having to do too much work for them to like come up like i i don't think of apple as the place that's going to may, maybe like after you know a decades of development then like th- things will start to become evident where where this will be useful but my favorite thing about augmented reality is that, especially if it's in the hands of corporations like, you know, Apple, it's so easy to, like, there's they're doing so much work on, like, you know, facial recognition and all the stuff that's, like, a lot harder to kind of program. But it's so easy to just, like, see, oh, there's an empty space of wall there. You know what that wall needs? Mm-hmm. Just an right. ad for Apple products, baby. Right, right, right. <laughs> Yeah, just a world of ads is what we're going to be stepping into. Right. Because that's like they're going to because it's a corporate thinking. Right. How are they going to make their money back if they're selling it at two thousand, three thousand dollars? They got to make their money back somehow. And that's going to create the true dystopian nightmare. Yeah. Right. 
it'll be like just overlay it on like objects too that it doesn't mm-hmm. think you're interacting with. It's like I got hit by a, I think the latest Marvel film in yeah. a <laughs> poster, but driving. I, the goggles completely obscured it because they just layered an ad over that moving vehicle. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, Help, I can't see my wife. <laughs> <laughs> Have you thought about taking the goggles off? No, no. They stay on. Exactly. All right, let's talk about Richard Dreyfus. Uh, oh. Abe, I don't know you. Is this the, your king, Jack? This is a this is a, a segment of the show, Dreyfus talk that we have uh, most, <laughs> most Mondays. We just check in with yeah. Richard Dreyfus, see what he's yeah. up to. What's the fuss with Dreyfus? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we covered the his last talk with Bill Maher. It was really great in the last installment of this. They had a really riveting conversation. Uh, but this time, he's made his way over to the firing line uh, to talk about. Just all this dang inclusion going on in, uh, <laughs> in Hollywood. Um, and he's asked a question, old Dicky Dry Dry, saying, hey, you know, uh, have have diversity measures gone too far? You know, like they're, they're talking about and the, the host brings up like the Academy. They're changing its rules for 2025 awards that are, you know, again, meant to encourage more diversity and inclusion. If you were trying to get a best picture film, then like maybe let's do more than like what we're doing. So having like at least one lead character in the movie from an underrepresented racial or ethnic group or have 30 percent of the general ensemble cast be from at least two uh, unrepresented groups or have the film's focus be about a group or like even with the crew, like the people that you hire, you know, like you can still have a very maybe white movie, but maybe have more women and, you know, people of color, LGBTQ, whatever people working on the set. So then that's your way in. So Richard Dreyfus has a very interesting take on it. And we'll, we'll just we'll just let him speak for himself. He's asked very like, you know, the the host, you know, talks about these new uh, efforts the Academy is making. And just Richard, what's what's your take on this? Let's hear from Richard himself. They make me vomit. Oh, let me let me just let me just actually give you the full context. <laughs> from underrepresented racial and ethnic groups. What do you think of these new inclusion standards for films? They make me vomit. Why? This is on Blaze News. Because well, this is from PBS. This is an art form. It's also a, a form of commerce, and it makes money. But uh-huh. it's an art. And no one should be telling me, as an artist, uh-huh. that I have to give in to the latest, most current idea of what morality is. Hmm. Mm. Okay. So See, here, here's the thing you guys are missing, though. We mm-hmm. solved racism in 1998. Yes. With Krippendorf's tribe. Yes. yes. Gagabundo, I believe, was the tagline <laughs> he said when he was about to have sex with Jenna Elfman. There you go. Yeah. I remember the film well. <laughs> no, no more introspection needed. Yeah. Thank you. I don't know we why I know that it. film so well. It's I think because it was so fucked up. Like when I was like, oh, this could be it's interesting. I'm like, so oh, this is so up. this is so backwards and fucked up. Like, holy shit. But yeah, also commerce. Uh, but let's let's allow him to go on because he 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 does raise some interesting well, no, there. By the way, I do I do love <laughs> just his reduction of uh, diversity and truth and storytelling through like actually giving alternate points of view. Uh, involvement in the industry as being like he dismisses it as like the, the latest fad in morality. <laughs> like, right, right, right. Real, 
this is where this is where he really brings it home. And I think this is where I have to agree with him. Like for all the nonsense racist talk of earlier, just, you know, I'm just leave me alone. I'm a boomer actor. Uh, I think I think he really makes a really good case with this next talking point. And by that, I mean, he digs even fucking deeper. Let's go deep. And I'm sorry. I don't think that there's a minority or a majority in the country that has to be catered to like that. You know, Laurence Olivier Mm. was the last white actor to play Othello. In blackface. (laughs) And he did it in 1965. In blackface. (laughs) And he did it in blackface. Oh. And he played a black man brilliantly. (laughs) Am I being told that I will never have a chance to play a black man? Is someone else being told that if they're not Jewish, they shouldn't play the Merchant of Venice? Mm -hmm. Are we crazy? Are we crazy? Dude, yeah, the, just, I guess. the entitlement already is just like our, his perspective is, you're telling me I yeah. can't put on blackface if I want to? Art. Oh, no, no, no. Art. Yeah. I Art. went to a costume party with a guy <laughs> in the 80s. <laughs> and he, he went as Michael Jackson. Oh, yeah. And it brought the house down. And you're telling me that that, was that wasn't funny? Hmm. He also hmm. has his glasses like all the way at the end of his nose. Like it's so precariously there. It's just it's an interesting vibe. It's grandpa tone. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's also exactly like, has there ever been an actor who like portrays just like such... Like he not not only does he seem uncool, but he also seems like an asshole. <laughs> and like just like this is exactly what I would expect from him. He's that's he, it's like what about Bob feels like a documentary. Yeah, yeah. But it's, it's a, like it's uh, interesting. Like, like look at like Spielberg knew this immediately about the guy. Like he he cast him in like Close Encounters. He's like I need a man child. <laughs> like I need someone who <laughs> right. would just get rid of their family. Because they have an idea, <laughs> you right. know, like this is the kind of guy, this kind of vibes he sends. Uh, right. Uh, but he had that song in stuck job. in his head so bad. So um, bad. Also, our writer Jam pointed out that on Twitter, he's been corrected. Patrick Stewart actually played Othello in 1997 in a production, in a production with reverse casting where he was the only white person in the cast and everyone else was black. Right. So you could still Which, maintain like the sort of con- the, the overall tension of Othello of someone who is from yeah. an out group. Maybe say in. something interesting without without blackface. <laughs> without blackface, yeah. Yeah. But are you telling me? It's just like the How way he says it. You? You're like, shut up, Richard Dreyfus. You freaking her. I'm gonna vomit. It makes me <laughs> want to vomit. Okay? I, I do think we need to add the it makes me want to vomit. To sound drop, sound, sound soundboard, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like that just feels like it was. He he said that to make me, me vomit. <laughs> it really does have like shock jock energy. Yeah, yeah. they make me vomit. Okay, they Thank make you. me vomit. But and yeah, so uh, great defender of uh, the status quo, and and obviously, I mean, why didn't he bring up uh, Robert Downey Jr.'s Tropic seminal Thunder. role in Tropic right. Thunder? Right. I mean, 
wow, you're, you're, I have you, I, Richard Dreyfus really isn't even up on all the modern blackface. Uh, right. you know, fucking uh, Jimmy Kimmel is Carl Malone. That's right. You know, yeah. The, some of the greatest performances we've ever seen from fucking idiots. Shockingly <laughs> recently. Yeah. <laughs> Are you telling me that I would not be able to play Draymond Green <laughs> if I wanted to <laughs> in his biopic? No, I, I, re I reject that notion. I'm an artist. I can kick with the best of them. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> this wokeness is a problem that you're going to ignore until it swims up and bites you on the ass. <laughs> <laughs> or I die. Or I, 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 or I, just, I just die and go away. Stop being so fussy. <laughs> fussy old dick. That's what dry I call fuss. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he is dry. Well. Yeah, he's he doesn't dusty. seem like he's yeah, he seems dusty and ancient. Pretty dusty. Yeah. He doesn't seem like he's, he's seen a lot of moisture in his day. Yeah, like when he talks, like it's like when you eat a bunch of saltines, yeah. and like just the dust comes like as your mouth can't absorb. It's like, <laughs> it's like yeah, he's mother. part mummy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's doing the gradual, natural mummification process. Yeah. <laughs> but hey, shout out to Art though. Also, yeah. the Heck watching yeah. the I, I was looking at like uh, Olivier as Othello. My God, y'all, it ain't. Oh yeah, it's not that you don't want brilliantly. It's like Just, mid. Like so many people have done Othello really well. It's yeah. pretty mid. Oh, it's mid as fuck. And then you just can't get past the black. It's like so bad. You're like, I'm sorry, what the fuck? Yeah, that's also <laughs> to me. <laughs> to me. Oh, now, General, no more of that. Fount! Thou hast set me on the rack! I swear to... I'm sorry. <laughs> it looks like a fucking... How about this right here, Jack? Oh, my God! Farewell, content! Farewell, oh, it's straight up like the... And the big wars. Oh, it's like shoe grease. It's like black face. Yeah. Oh, is. yeah. It ain't, like, it ain't like, here's a skin tone. Right. No. They're like, how about we how about we take a bunch of lead pencil shavings and use that as your foundation? Yeah, it's like the shit from like Al Jolson. Like it looks like that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. it's black face, darling. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> darling. And I will have you know. Farewell, <laughs> troops and the big wars that make Brilliantly. Yes. Amazing. Makes me vomit. Yeah. It makes me vomit. The Nets could go 0 for 82. <laughs> and I'm smiling at you like that shit's gravy. <laughs> because me and my nice fellows in Paris. Okay, I couldn't go that far. I'm Sir Lawrence of Olivier. Come on. <laughs> well, Abe, uh, such a pleasure having you on the Daily Zeitgeist. Where can people find you, follow you, find out more about your movie, all that good stuff? Yeah, if you don't mind, I just want to talk about, you know, the movie a little bit. Yeah, if, Yeah, yeah, because that's like where people can find me and stuff. But um, yeah, like uh, he said, my name is Abe Epperson. My writing partner is Michael Swain, who I believe is on tomorrow. And we're making an independent film, and it's based on the time that Michael's father came out as a gay furry while he was a teenager. Uh, and while for Michael was a teenager, 
Yeah. Michael, when Michael was a teenager, semi-autobiographical. Yeah. 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 And uh, the if you don't know, the term furry describes a community of fans, uh, like artists, gamers, etc., of uh, anthropomorphized animals. Often they create what's called a fursona, which is an avatar or, uh, or an identity that represents their true self. And it's a community that has been like bullied by the online zeitgeist, more or less, portrayals mm-hmm. in media yeah. and such. And we thought humans could be better, so... We decided to write a coming-of-age comedy drama that deals with, like, family, subculture, sexuality. And if you've heard of our stuff at Cracked or Small Beans or way back in the day at Those Aren't Muskets, we've been working with each other for, like, you know, 15 years at this point. And uh, you'd be interested in the fact that we're producing this as a feature independently, and you can help. So if you go to seedandspark.com slash fund slash papa hyphen bear... Hopefully that will be in the show notes. Show notes. Uh, show notes. You can become a part of the movie, get stuff from the movie, watch the movie early, go to a premiere. So yeah, visit the page and help us out. We really are trying it. We're trying to make a movie and hope you agree that this is like a story worth telling. That's kind of yeah. it. That's my plug for Papa Bear. Yeah. I'm so excited for it. Thank Everybody you, should go check out the page. Do you, do you guys like link off to any of the old stuff? that you directed at, at crack like there's so much good shit that I feel it's like tough it's to lost pick. in the like cracked we do YouTube have kind archive. of landing uh youtube video when you go to that link where it's kind of has some eclipse show yeah but, yeah uh, other than yeah, that, that yeah there's so much stuff we made like 500 sketches just yeah and i wasn't even the only one director at cracked you know so it's, yeah it's amazing it's it was crazy how much we put out yeah amazing well, go check it out. We'll link off to it in the footnotes. Footnote. Abe, is there a work of media that you've been enjoying? A work of media? Yeah. Uh, it can be a tweet. So, yeah, be, yeah, yeah. There's, <laughs> there's a video. I saw it on Twitter account called No Context Humans, which is just like an aggregator of random images and videos yeah. from the internet. And so it's just this like minute long video. The guy has like a mini, like I guess like a... a foot long wheel of fortune wheel with like a dollar amounts on it you know and he approaches a woman he's like do you want twenty dollars or do you want a chance to win a thousand dollars by spinning this wheel she's like spin the wheel and and does and then the rest of the minute long video is just the wheel spinning and then it spins and it spins (laughs) and then it starts to slow down and then it starts to speed up and then it picks up so much momentum that you think the thing is going to break and she's just sitting there looking at it while he's like yeah it's still going it's one of the dumbest (laughs) like most simple-minded mischievous things to do like and it's like kind of like a parody of like those prank videos what a waste of everyone's time yeah. Uh, so I don't know. I could I could send you the link to the video, but honestly, it's just enjoyable to know that there's people out there doing nonsense like <laughs> that. Complete dumb nonsense. <laughs> That's probably the last time I laughed <laughs> like really, really hard at something that the internet dropped at my doorstep. Yeah. Miles, where can people find you? Is there a work of media you've been enjoying? Uh, find me on at symbol based websites at miles of gray chances. I'm there and somewhat posting every now and then. Uh, you can also find me and Jack on our basketball podcast. Miles and Jack got mad. Matt boosties. Uh, and what else? 420 day fiance with Sophie Alexandra. We talk about reality shit, you know, just getting in there. 
Um, some tweet. I don't really. There's one tweet I liked uh, just because it was raising an interesting point as somebody who was just in a hotel recently, and they're like, "And if you'd like, you know, housekeeping, it can be deferred." Blah blah blah. Um, this is a tweet from at Blue Steel DC. Tweeted sharing an important message from the hotel workers unions: Don't defer daily cleaning when staying in a hotel. Basically, because it has a terrible impact on the people that actually do yeah. the jobs because it allows them to cut back, and they do this thing of like you know, for COVID reasons, but really it could, you know, has the impact of like reducing the workforce by like 39% uh, in some instances. And when you don't, when you have like deferred housekeeping, the people who have to clean up the rooms typically walk into rooms that are way more fucked up if they had been like lightly taken care of like every day, but they still have the same amount of time to turn over a room, which makes their jobs much harder. So just something to note uh, as we're, you know, we enter this new era of like things that are changing since the pandemic began. Uh, but yeah, don't do away with those deferred cleanings, please. Yeah, yeah. Just, yeah. All right. Uh, tweet I've been enjoying. So Noah Garfinkel re- responded. So Bryant St- Stelter reported from CNN after the Trump thing, quote, from from uh, I guess it's the new head of CNN. Uh, you do not have to like the former president's answers, but you can't say that we didn't get them. Caitlin pressed him again and again and made news, made a lot of news, and that is our job. <laughs> and uh, Noah Garfunkel <laughs> quoted that and said, "Doctor, I made a lot of cancer. That is my job." <laughs> <laughs> and then PJ Evans continued his. <laughs> string of great tweets about Walgreens and CVS said at Walgreens I'm getting major CVS vibes from this place <laughs> <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at Jack underscore O'Brien you can find us on Twitter at Daily Zeitgeist we're at The Daily Zeitgeist on Instagram we have a Facebook fan page and a website dailyzeitgeist.com where we post our episodes and our footnotes Footnote. where we link off to the information that we talked about in today's episode was a song that we think you might enjoy miles what's the song that we think people might enjoy the weather has been heating up in la thank god although i do try to wear my rain hat in the 85 degree heat it's not a great combination but in the heat so i like rain music on the that, inside of that hat yeah no it's like more of like a sauna on the inside of that sauna take it off. and my head looks like a like a thumb that's been in like a bathtub for too long it looks like shane battier's <laughs> the top of head uh, oh, for those man. that can understand that reference. Um, but yeah, uh, this is a track by uh, this artist, Manzanita, who is like a Peruvian cumbia artist from like the 60s and like kind of the psychedelic wave of cumbia that was happening in Peru. Uh, and this is a very dope track. It's called Andino, A-N-D-I-N-O. And the, the full artist name is uh, Manzanita y su conjunto. And it's just, just great. It's like great music when you're outside because it makes you want to like have your shoulders just kind of bouncing as you walk around. I don't know how else to describe it, but it's just great atmospheric music for when the weather's warm. Uh, and, and cumbia in general is fantastic. So check this out. This is Manzanita with Andino. All right. Well, we'll link off to that in the footnotes. The Daily Zyka is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. That's going to do it for us this morning, back this afternoon to tell you what is trending. And we'll talk to you all then. Hey, bye. Bye. Turbocharger customer experience results with NICE CX-1. 
Now you can rapidly scale extraordinary CX with the power of the cloud. Nice CX One is the most complete customer experience cloud platform and is trusted by thousands of organizations around the globe. With CX One, you can deliver frictionless self-service as well as top-notch digital and agent-assisted interactions. Get cloud-powered CX at scale. Learn more at nice.com. That's nice.com. Hi, it's Jack O'Brien for HealthAid Kombucha. Uh, this bubbly probiotic tea blended with real fruit juice is deliciously thirst-quenching, uh, great for your gut health. HealthAid Kombucha comes in many flavors, Pink Lady Apple, your passion fruit tangerine, uh, ginger lemon is one of my favorites. It's organic, a great alternative to sodas and other sugary drinks. You guys know I'm a big sodi fan. Well, what if I told you there was a fizzy drink that instead of making you feel like you were drinking chemicals. It made your tummy feel good. That is Health Aid Kombucha. Look for the brown bottle with an anchor in your local stores. Give it a try today. Makes my dang tum tum feel good. So make Health Aid Kombucha your go to for a healthier, happier you. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.